Hello, welcome back to the Goddess Journals. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh. Today we're going to do a little life update, a little catch up, because my life has been so busy. (laughs) Over the past few months, I feel like I'm living in a whirlwind. So yeah, I just thought I'd give you a little life update and we'd go over it and we'd talk about what's been going on. I feel like I've been learning a lot of lessons, having a lot of really abundant, amazing experiences, and it's not slowing down anytime soon for the next about month and a half, I have a huge, two months really, a huge schedule ahead of me, so much to do, so many exciting things, so much energy in the air for me, but also for everyone. So yeah, I thought I'd just give a little life update, catch you up on my travels, catch you up on moving back into my new place, back into Copenhagen, into my new apartment. I had some visitors, like getting back into a routine. Yeah, just everything with how my life's been going and the lessons I've been taking away from that. And we'll just kind of chat, chit chat me and you about life and about energy. So let's just get into it. Welcome to the Goddess Journals. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh, tarot reader, spiritual coach, past life regression practitioner, and your personal spiritual hype girl. I'm here to help you break down your walls and practice the radical vulnerability you need to get to know your soul at its very core. This podcast will give you the guidance to change your fear into power and take those first steps on your ultimate journey to soul transformation. So take a deep breath and let's get mystical. Yeah, okay, so (laughs) I have done so much. I think last time I gave a real life update, I had just moved into my new Airbnb just outside of Bari. We were staying in this smaller town called Casa Massima just because more affordable, but also we actually could get to a lot of different places from there, which ended up being really amazing. I think the second half of the trip adventure-wise was really what I was looking for from an Italian trip. The first month is really what I needed. I just needed to slow down. I needed to come back into myself. I needed to connect with nature, all of that. And that's what I really felt like I got to do the first month. And the second month of my trip, my trip to Italy, if you don't know already, I did two months in Italy this summer. I can work from anywhere, clearly. This is my job (laughs) as a spiritual practitioner. And my partner, Joel, is a professional volleyball player. So he plays for eight to 10 months of the year. And then we have two months off in the summer where we figure we might as well just travel. So instead of paying rent in Copenhagen, we go and we stay in other places for a month and we have a beautiful, beautiful time. So yeah, the second part of my vacation was amazing. We did so much exploring. I got to see these little Italian villages. We went to a place called Albero Bello and they had all these cone-shaped houses called Tuli. I believe. And that was such a cool experience. I felt like I was in a little witch medieval village walking through. They didn't have a crystal shop. They had jewelry shops and tourist shops and all this stuff, but there was no crystal shop there, even though they had some buildings that had like old archaic magical symbols on them, religious ones too, but also astrology and magic symbols. So I thought we need a crystal shop in here. It'd be such a vibe. I was like, maybe I'll move there and open a crystal shop. That was a really, really fun day. We went to this one place on the coast and it had the most beautiful water. It was a rock beach, so the water was just so clear. And then there were these 
big, big, big rocks up the side, like cliffs up the side that had the town on them. So you could literally swim. It was like this U shape. There's the beach that made the bottom of the view and then the two sides of the cliff and the buildings. And then it just opened up into the ocean. And I was just swimming in there, floating on my back, looking up at all the buildings and how beautiful it was. And I just thought, "Ah, this is it. This is one of those moments that are a core memory that I'll remember forever. These are the moments I've been manifesting and looking for. And it was just such a fulfilling, blissful moment. And I really try and feel into that all the time because I think sometimes we get our manifestations and we're looking so hard towards what's next. You know, in that moment, I could have been distracted by wanting to make more money, doing business manifestation, next year manifestation. But I was like, I just need to be here in this moment and realize this is what I worked so hard for. This is what I was so fearful would never get to happen. And now I'm here. So that was just the most amazing trip. So, so, so beautiful. We got back on the 23rd of August, I believe, into Copenhagen and we moved into our new apartment. And I have to say each apartment for the past three years, like this is our third apartment, just keeps outdoing the last. We only have one roommate this year. We've had more in the past. We have a way bigger space. I have an office. I still have my beautiful balcony that came with a ton of plants. I'm just like, ah, I love it. I think apartment and house manifestation is definitely one of my top ones. I've always been really on point with my house and my apartment manifestations, and I've helped a lot of other people do it as well. And I just think it's a little secret area of expertise for me because I can get so scarily accurate when I'm manifesting property and a home. So I think I'm just going to keep upping it, see how far I can go. (laughs) The one lesson that I'm really taking with me and I need to learn from our Airbnb in Bari is we had actually a really bad experience with the host. And even though we had spoken to her and we had worked it out kind of, it just gave me a lot of anxiety when we were there and very uncomfortable. And she was just not a very good host. Like she just definitely took down sometimes on my trip. Like I would be out having a really good time and then she would send me a message and I'd be riddled with anxiety. And meanwhile, we've rented in so many Airbnbs and we've had five stars every single time. And I just knew she was just so nasty. (laughs) We left one of our laptops open, not plugged in. Like it was just open on a desk. And she sent us a message being like, you're wasting my power. Our power bill is going to be expensive. I was like, it's a laptop. It's using its battery, its own power. And why are you there when you didn't tell us you were going to be there? (laughs) So we had like a really bad experience and I knew that she was going to give me a bad review, but then we had talked to her. So I thought, oh, maybe it's not the case. And I didn't stand in my boundary and I felt too guilty. I had my old people-pleasing wounds come back up and I didn't leave a bad review, even though everything in my body told me to leave a bad review. People deserve to know, like stand in your boundaries. The things that this host did weren't fair. And instead of that and making someone upset or making a situation uncomfortable, even though I'm never going to see this woman again, (laughs) I just left no review. I figured, you know what? I just won't leave a review. And then she left me a bad review and it made me feel really dumb. It made me feel really, really dumb. And I thought I have done so much work on my people pleasing and look, that old wound still came back. 
And it was definitely a moment for me to stand in to be like, don't put other people's comfort over your own because they don't care. Really, that's what it ends up being. For a lot of people, why would you put somebody's comfort over your own when they're not going to do the same for you? Like you always need to be your top priority. And in that, I should have stuck to my boundaries. So that was a really big lesson for me that, you know, it sat with me and it felt uncomfortable and it made me feel bad that I didn't stand in my boundary. I didn't warn potential other renters that this woman is unreasonable and is quite frankly, really rude. (laughs) And I should have. So that was a lesson that I definitely learned this summer. So now I'm back home in Copenhagen, that is, (laughs) in a new apartment, like I was saying, and I was excited to kind of get back into a routine. I was kind of ready to get home, but it's a new routine. It's a new place. I'm not really used to it. We're in a different city because I've always lived just outside of Copenhagen because downtown Copenhagen, A, is expensive, but also B, I kind of like being near some more green spaces as well, while still having complete free access to the city. Like I can go in anytime I want, but I like to have the more green spaces as well. That's really important to me. It helps with my grounding. I actually do have a lot of earth signs in my chart. So I think I do need to connect with nature a lot, but I'm kind of in this in-between space. I'm kind of in a bit of a rut. Honestly, I feel like I'm not working as hard as I normally work on the behind the scenes stuff. I'm just sort of staying afloat. I'm loving my calls. Like that's where I come alive and life feels like amazing again is whenever I have a call. If I have a day that has one, two, three calls in it, that's an amazing day and my energy is off the charts afterwards. But yeah, I just am feeling in a little bit of a rut and I think a lot of people are. It's been going on for a little while. I was kind of in a rut before we left, but I was too stressed to really feel the rut. (laughs) And then I went on vacation. And that was totally different energy. And now, yeah, I'm just in this bleh kind of energy. It's not even sad. It's not heavy. It's just kind of like there and ugh. But I think a lot of people are either feeling this way or they're feeling that low and heavy energy. And, you know, it's because there's so much cosmically going on. So I really wanted to talk about that today to be like, you're not alone. A, I feel it too. So many other people feel it too, but also... There is so much going on cosmically that's going to be making you feel like super eh. We've had like a record-breaking amount of retrogrades going on recently. (laughs) There's just been a lot happening. And ever since August 28th, we've been in a state of seven planetary retrogrades going on at once. So let me break them down for you because that's a lot of energy. And then I'm going to explain what retrogrades really do. We're not going to break them down individually necessarily, but understanding what retrogrades are and how they work can really help you understand when there's this much retrograding, this much energy retrograding right now, why you may not feel like you're moving forwards. Basically what a retrograde is, it is an optical illusion, but it's where a planet appears to go backwards in its orbit as viewed from Earth. So it's called like a apparent retrograde motion. So when we're looking up in the sky, When you're looking at where the different signs are in an astrology sort of view, it can look like a planet is staying still or moving backwards, sometimes into a different sign or within the same sign. And what this means from an energetic space is that 
energy is stagnant right now. Energy is going backwards. Old things are being dug up and things aren't moving forwards like they should be. It's not working like it should be. The famous classic one is Mercury retrograde, right? And Mercury is communication. And so that's why people will say, oh, my phone's not working. It's Mercury retrograde because our phones are a form of communication. If you find that you're having difficulty speaking to people, communication is going wrong, there's misunderstandings happening. It's because Mercury, the energy of communication, is not in a forward momentum like it should be. If old fights are coming up, old topics, old traumas are coming up, these are all because the energy is just moving backwards. It's slipping back. You know how you slip back into old versions of yourself sometimes. The planets do too. The energy does too. And that's what this energetically means. Just one retrograde at a time can feel like a lot. So having seven is so many aspects of our lives feeling like they're moving backwards. So let's go through them. On May 1st, Pluto went into retrograde and it doesn't return to normal until October 11th. So we still got some time to go there. Neptune went into retrograde June 30th and is still in retrograde now. It doesn't return to normal until December 6th. Saturn went into retrograde June 17th and it's not going to go back to normal until November 4th. So still in Saturn retrograde, there's three. Fourth is Chiron. It went into retrograde in July 23rd, and it's not going to get back to normal until December 26th. The fifth is Venus retrograde, which at the time of recording this is just ending, but it will have already ended while you're listening to it. So that's July 22nd to September 3rd. So there's five. Then we had Mercury retrograde, which started August 23rd and ends September 15th. So it will have just ended I believe. Yes, when this episode comes out. But here's the thing. There's often like shadow retrograde, post-retrograde periods where that energy is still shifting out. It's like energy is not hard and fast. It's not like you flip a switch. So sometimes it can still linger for one to two weeks afterwards. So if you're still feeling it, it's only been a day or two probably after, then that's okay. Then we have Uranus, which started retrograde on August 28th, and it comes out of retrograde on January 21st. So there's your seven. So ever since August 28th until September 3rd, we had seven. But then what happened is on September 4th, a new planet went into retrograde. Jupiter on September 4th went into retrograde. And when you're listening to this, we'll have gone into retrograde, and it is going to be in retrograde until December 31st. So Venus leaves, but Jupiter takes its place. So really from August 28th until September 15th, we were in a space of seven retrograding planets and it's just been stacking and stacking. So if you're wondering, oh, I'm resting, I was doing all these things, but my energy just seems to be getting worse. I don't understand. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. It's just because once you get used to the one stagnant, slower energy, another one's been added on. Now that we're leaving Mercury retrograde and that's going to take you down to six, you're slowly probably going to feel like the energy gets a bit easier and easier. But this is so many planets to have in retrograde. Mars retrograde is going to enter as well near the end of October sometime. I don't have the exact date written down. But this is a lot of backwards energy. This is a lot of slow energy. And I think we're really going to feel a break in the new year. 
The last one is uh, Uranus that goes until January 27th. I think I said 21st, but it's actually the 27th. But really, most of these will have lifted by that December 31st. And Jupiter going into retrograde is really going to hit us hard. Jupiter is an expander. It's our abundance. It's our luck. And when that goes to a standstill, lack can come up. Scarcity mindset can come up. That fear can come back up. But if you can push through it, your abundance is going to explode through the other side. If you can find abundance in this time where abundance isn't easy to feel, it could be easy to find, but you might not necessarily feel it. It will feel amazing when that just double, triples, quadruples in the new year. Oh, it's going to feel so, so good. So if you feel low right now, you're not alone and it's literally written in the stars. So take a deep breath here. Let's take a deep breath together and trust it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Energy's just a little wonky right now. (laughs) I'm with you. We'll get through it. It's all good and things are starting to finally lift. So we will be okay. Even going into November, a lot should be getting better. Pluto going back into its normal rotation is going to feel like a big relief and especially Saturn as well. Just trust things are on the up. Things are getting better. So yeah, I'm just kind of in this in-between space right now. Like I said, a little bit in a rut. I'm not unhappy. I'm just, I'm not even unhappy with what I'm doing. Like I'm loving sitting down and doing this podcast right now. I'm just unmotivated to do it. It is really hard for me to be like, okay, sit down and record. But then once I'm doing it, I'm loving it. So it's just the energy in the air, but I'm excited to see where my life takes me from here, my next chapter, everything that's going on. I have a lot coming up. Midway through September, I'm actually going to Canada, and I think that's going to be a really big moment for me. I'm from Canada, if you don't know, and I haven't been home in two years and two months by the time I go home, and a lot has changed. I'm going to be faced with some grief. I'm going to be faced with some joy. I'm going to get to see people I haven't seen in a long time, and I care about a lot. And then as soon as I get back, we're hit with eclipse season. Our first eclipse season in this Aries Libra energy, which I'm honestly excited for because I love that energy. Those are two of my favorite energies to be in. (laughs) And the Scorpio eclipses that have been the last three rounds have really been hard for me, really been hard for me. So I'm excited to, to see what that season has in store for me, for you, for all of us. I'll do an eclipse season episode explaining the whole eclipse process that'll come up before it starts so that you can feel prepared and ready for it. And then I have an in-person past life regression at a yoga studio in Copenhagen, and it's actually the last day of Libra season. And I really am feeling that Scorpio season stepping into it is when I'm going to have my full rebirth. I'm really going to feel that shift into the next chapter. I can feel it. I can tell like that's going to be a huge energetic moment. A lot of things are going to start to happen. I can just feel it in my bones. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. I think I have a big shed and up level coming that final stage to this like next level that I've really been just kind of anticipating. There's been a lot of blessings and up levels, but this is something different I can feel myself coming into. And I'm just kind of excited to see what that is and to see what that version of myself is like and how she shows up in her business and her life. And I'm just excited. So keep your eyes out for that. 
I'm so happy to have you along on my journey in spirituality and of life with me. And without further ado, we'll just end the episode here. I love chatting with you today. If you're listening to this, send me an update about your life. (laughs) Send me a message. I don't bite. Post on your stories what you're doing. What's your life update? Tag me in it. Tag the episode. What are you doing? I love to see it. If you haven't already, please give the podcast five stars and a rating. It would mean so, so, so much to me. And I'll see you next week. Bye.